Servus. Live episode number 55 of the Illini Basketball Podcast, as I always forget to put the ticker up there. Uh, oh, my God. I got the sun. <laughs> I got the sun on the right side of my face. Uh, you know, that's kind of the way that it goes, because the sun is out for the first time. The sun is the, the sun hasn't been out here. It is beautiful outside. Since like Central. the beginning of the season, maybe even before that, on a podcast episode where the sun was, I mean, we didn't when we did these over the summer and during the, uh, you know, coronavirus times, and uh, we didn't do video versions. I'm sure the sun would have been out then, but so I mean, if anyone's going to complain about the sun, go ahead. I don't, I don't really care what it looks like. Uh, I know that our setups are better than. Some people that cover the Illini it and, covers uh, your face a little bit. I'm sure people appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I got something, to, a couple things to say. Like I, Let's I try it. not, I'm trying not to trash the fan base because I'm a part of the fan base, and I think most of the people that listen to this are, are Illini fans. But uh-huh. um, I don't think people realize how bad it was before Underwood got here. Like we have people complaining about the shirt that I'm wearing. Here comes the paint, John Rothstein. People complaining about that either because the, they think the phrase is stupid or because Rothstein made it. Or maybe because they he stole the pain from the TBT. Maybe okay. they're mad about that. He, First of all. Maybe come up with something original, Mr. Rothstein, okay? He didn't use House of Pain, which he could have easily because that's a really good one. Um, yeah, the, you didn't want to get trademarked. Well, um, Champagne. Is where the Illini play, right? Uh And we know where it comes from. So, like, how this is nothing even close to, like, hey, you know what? You're making national recognition from Rothstein. You shouldn't be mad about it. Exactly. So, Illini fans like giving me crap about it. Illini fans crying about this. Like, you need to realize how bad it was before this. Like, when they won Iowa's freshman year, they won ten games or twelve games. Twelve wins. Yeah. So. You know, I think any time that you get recognized nationally uh, by the the big writers, most of which I think are complete fools a lot of the times, but I happen to like Rothstein. Maybe they're I, just mad that he's charging thirty bucks for it. That can't be it either. It's just got it's all it's all like it's all you know people just bitching about this. I mean, come on, just take just come on. You need to stop getting on Twitter so much. You wouldn't be so heated. The guy said, buy a better shirt from an actual Illini fan. That's what he told me. <laughs> wow. How about they make shirts that, that don't suck? How about does that? that? Guy, does that guy have a shirt you can buy? Um, no, but he gave me a couple of ads. As oh, to who Urbana is calling me right now. They're upset with us. Well, I'll tell you this much. Uh, Here comes about, the Banna is what I should have said. How about these? How about these Illini Shirt sellers, Illini fans that sell shirts, make better shirts. How about that? Okay. Anyways, I think there was a basketball game. 
Do you remember? Are we going into that already? Jeez. I don't know. Do you want to yell at the Illini fan base a little bit more? I'm trying to find the shirts of the link that he gave me. Oh. Who's it These from? people need to advertise their shirts better. I'm looking through their Twitter. I see nothing about shirts. What Dude, what website is it? He just gave me the ads of these guys from uh, Illini, Illini Boardroom. It's a podcast. It's not better than ours, even though they have more followers and the hosts are followed by the Illini. So uh, you're saying that we boardroom. need to start making shirts? No. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair I enough. don't see anything about shirts here. I mean, do a better job of advertising, I guess, is what it what it comes down to, right? I mean, they have a I website, guess, but it I says nothing on there about shirts. Don't that. They also, have a, they also have a Facebook they haven't posted on in four years. So how about they uh, back off? Hmm. This website go. looks like garbage. So we'll make our we're gonna make our own These website. Shirts are That's so coming. stupid. Wow. Yeah, that guy's a douche. I don't care if he's a line eye fan. I mean, you you gotta stop with this this narrative about Rothstein made it, so we're mad about it. It's he's a national guy. He's recognizing how good the line I are, so you know, deal with it. You wanna win 12 Ooh. games and have nobody care about you? No, I don't. I don't Dave know if anybody had, else was that. Terrible comment. Okay. Well, Who commented? Don't go, don't go looking at Twitter. Okay. Just don't don't do it, guys. Anyways, um, Rothstein, you know, retweeted it, so that's all I care about at this point. I know. That's pretty cool. Dave said until they. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't read it. I said not to read it. <laughs> well, I already saw that earlier, but I did. Okay. I thought you were referencing that. Yes, I was. Don't read it. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so uh, Illinois just ran Minnesota out of the gym. We clicked at the why same time. Click it, why I click it? Ran them out of the gym. I mean, this game wasn't even close. This was, this was, uh, you know, if you want a complete game, you know, that's the game. Yeah, we definitely, definitely got one. Um, Illinois seems to have Minnesota's number. So uh, they actually scored over eighty points, even into the nineties. So really. Pull the fast one on us because we had 78, 73, and 69, 72. What's 69, 72? What did you predict? Illinois is going to lose this game? I forgot that. I just thought that I did. I kind of underestimated how bad of a coach Patino is, I guess. And then I also <laughs> thought that Minnesota was really desperate. So I figured they would need And them. they're good at home usually. So I think it says a lot going into the barn and, and just absolutely dominating a team like this. So um, <clears throat> player of the game. Um, you know, most people probably go with the easy one, but uh, I'm going with Trent Frazier. I uh, had 15 points, three of four from three, three rebounds, four assists, six steals. Um, the most by an Illini since Luther Ed back in uh, 2005, of course. Um, he had 13 points a half, three steals a half, and uh, had an amazing steal, uh, half court shot. And uh, if Trent can keep this up, Illinois is going to be unbeatable, I believe. I mean, I don't know about unbeatable, but that, that might be extreme. But I just think that that Trent was the reason Illinois carried a 15-point lead into the the second half. And, you know, maybe there was another guy that played really well, um, but I, I had to give it to Trent. So I uh, think that that's a reach. <laughs> a reach? Yeah, because he had a great game, but you can't wow. – you can't not pick someone who had a triple double. I mean, I just feel like that should be a rule. 
Yeah. If well, you have a triple double, it should be automatic player of the game. Yeah. And, you know, I maybe. But I think you went out of your way to not pick IO by design, which is I did fine, not though. because I actually was going to pick pick Trent before the triple double before he was left in with two minutes left in a 30 point game and got a rebound, um, which was a smart move. I respect it. You know what? I, you know, classy move by Underwood and Patino to let, you know, him get that rebound, uh, call timeout, get him out of the game. Uh, really good by them. So yeah. And Bardo didn't really suck that much during that game. Probably because Illinois was just killing them. We didn't yeah, really care. But... I had it on mute, so I didn't really hear any of that. Um, he did. Speak... Uh, he also picked IO to win big 10 player of the year. So he did. Um, that yeah. really made some people mad. Called him a Homer, which I think Bardo's the least Homer Illini guy ever. Yeah. I think uh... he's actually been big Garza fan <laughs> all year. So I mean, I would be fine if it's co-Big Ten Player of the Year or just Big Ten Player of the Year for Iowa. I don't care either way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if it's just Garza, then we are definitely going to start some sort of Petition, change, change.org. Yeah. Um, I got a buddy that can get that started for us. So. All right. We're um, going to need that. Just I, know you, I know you really questioned Io on calling the last one. He did say, I'm telling you, I'm not psychic. I ain't call this one. And he owes my mom a dollar for saying ain't, but you know, I'll let it slide. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was really good. Um, 19 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, triple double. Um, great vision, had a great alley oop to Georgie. Um, nice to see Georgie get some good minutes in again. Um, really nobody played bad, I guess, is is the biggest thing. Um, but I owe, you know, uh he, a lot of national player of the year talk, big 10 player of the year. Um, and, you know, Underwood did say that he left ION to make sure he got his triple double. And he said, uh, we're, we're trying to do big things here. Leaving ION was unique, but getting Kofi rest was really important. It's on to the next one, keeping them healthy and safe. Um, Kofi only played 24 minutes. So it was a solid 24 minutes, but definitely, uh, uh, good to be able to get the big man some rest, especially coming up with three games this week. Um, he really needed it. He also said about IO, it's winner in all caps, every letter, W-I-N-N-E-R, winner. So, um, and then player of the year, uh, you know, of course, now Underwood's getting all kinds of questions about it. IO just kind of, he, he, he isn't really talking about it a lot. But uh, I really like what Underwood said um, when asked about player of the year. Um, just seemed like a down-to-earth answer. He said, well, damn, I don't know who's better. I know some guys get more publicity, but I don't know who in the hell anyone thinks is better than him. Aggressive words from the coach. But I appreciate it. I mean, I don't uh, – uh... <laughs> <laughs> You don't appreciate it. What are are we just gonna forget all this Brad Underwood talk you were just talking about? And now we're gonna we're gonna hate him. No, I'm cool. I'm cool with the quote. I don't care. Okay. I mean, uh, huh. he. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think that there could be some valid arguments against him being the best player in the country, just because you know there are guys that. I think okay. I'll just put it this way: the only guard that's comparable to him. That would be in National Player of the Year talks is Kate Cunningham, and the difference between the two is uh, a couple things. Io is obviously more experienced, 
uh, he's faster. Mm-hmm. He's way better at getting the hoop and scoring because he does mm-hmm. that better than anybody in the country as a guard. That one, when they scored the five points in the first half, the one where he went across the court and just blew by everybody and yeah. Marcus Carr almost fell over. Uh, yeah, that, that pretty much shows you yeah. what he can do. And uh, he's better at that than anybody. I just think his shooting is the only downfall. And he's he's been good at it. But, like, I I don't know. I, I think he's been an efficient shooter this year, and he's shot so much better this year than last year. But his yes. form still bothers the hell out of me. But it works for him. So yeah, it, it's, it's like that bicycle kick form kind of. He kind of throws half his body forward. I don't like it, but, but it, it works. works for him. So you know, and, and his mid-range game is seems to be like he doesn't miss very often anymore. It seems like from yeah, he had those two those two moves that were just ridiculous. Yeah, um, and I feel like the times he does miss, it's when he's going to the hoop and he tries to throw up that you know off the basket or off the backboard type shot. But who has the best form on this team shooting wise? You think? Uh, probably Curbelo. I don't know. I think Demonte keeps it simple. I I think I think you know at the free throw line though. I think Kofi has the best form on this team. I think he has the most like polished because he tries so yeah. hard with it. Yeah, and he's just all, the only thing for him is just being consistent with it. Because sometimes he has a little hitch and he misses. Yeah, I do like Trent. Times. Trent has a nice form for a lefty. Um, I think yeah, I he think had better form than Miller. Demonte keeps it simple. Yeah, he does. And he, he had is. a three in this game, so yeah, he's very athletic. And uh, uh, did we talk about how they started out incredible from the line somehow? No, we haven't got there yet, but yeah, they did. Um, they only missed two free throws. Uh, one Io missed one, and then uh, your boy Hamlin came in for some some minutes late and missed one. Yeah, he looks so, terrible. I mean, uh, uh, Kofi was fault, but... four for four. Then Grandison was four for four. Uh, Georgie shot one, I think. So. Uh, pretty solid. Um, but Kofi, uh, another dominant game by him inside. 22 points, 9 of 12 from the field. Uh, only had six rebounds, but he only played 24 minutes. And he had one block. And that the block came right before that run out that Io had. So uh, when those two are working in conjunction, it's really nice. Um, Illinois ended up outscoring Minnesota 48-20 in the paint. So absolutely dominated the paint. Uh, of course, 22, well, 18 of those were Kofi's. So, um, and, and a lot of guys dunked the ball, which is, you know, abnormal for, for Illinois. Um, I think they had eight dunks or something crazy like that. Um, um, Adam well, Miller had a really nice one. Yeah. Coleman Hawkins had one. Yep. Georgie uh, had one. Georgie Io had, had one. one. And had then one. Kofi had like three. Kofi had four. Four. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, Grandison, uh, you know, I know some guy, you know, last game, he was not happy. Grandison was still playing, uh, starting, um, played really, really well this game. Um, 12 points, two of two from three, uh, Grandison is now shooting 50% from three in big 10 play. He set the tone in this game. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, four assists, three rebounds and a steal. So, um, the only guy that I really was just kind of meh to me was your boy Ace Wolf. I also think that you, you know, kind of try to over exaggerate when he does poorly on purpose. Wow, he was two of seven from the field. He's a shooter. How many of those were like in late 
game where it and was one just, was a dump <laughs> that he made. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, no, was a three. What else do you want from no. him? He's just gotta, he's gotta be more consistent shooting. I agree, but I mean, you know, he's doing he's doing his job. At he this is. Point. I, he, his, he had three assists. Um, yeah, he had a couple steals. I think so. Um, he did fine. He when the just, expect when the expectations are so high coming in, people will find a way to over criticize him. True, when he doesn't play true. When a five well star as, doesn't play like a five star, I guess. Well, I mean, he's a four star in some sites and a five star on other okay. sites. It really depends on how you're going to four and a half him. star. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, he's doing exactly what he's been doing pretty much all Big Ten play. So yeah, yep. He's not messing up too he's much. Not. He's not. I think he had a couple turnover, maybe one turnover. I don't know. I, um, you know, Io still turned the ball over a bit too much. He had three. Um, Miller had two. But overall, Illinois only had ten, which is pretty good. Curbelo only had one, so I think that kind of goes a long way when Curbelo doesn't turn it over three or four times. Um, and, and Curbelo was pretty good. Um, four assists, four points, was two or three from the field. Uh, had a really nice behind the back pass that I don't think that you would be very happy with if the game was close, but uh, really nice <laughs> to Kofi for a slam. Um, and uh, George, like I said, Georgie had another good game. Uh, only played 12 minutes, but he's four or seven from the field, nine points, three rebounds. Um, and uh, Illinois, you know, I talked about that pass from IO and the run out. Uh, Illinois was 31 to eight on fast break points against Minnesota. So uh, pretty good. Um, and then DeMonte kind of the only guy I know that you mentioned a little bit earlier. He did make a three, um, had two rebounds, two assists, uh, you know, just DeMont doing DeMonte things makes baskets when he needs to um, didn't pull down as many boards as he usually does, but. Plays good defense, but hasn't done enough this year. I think I they're agree. talking about Miller. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I agree with that, but I just I don't know. I just didn't expect him to be as good defensively as he has been. He's had to be that to get playing time, but yeah, yeah. And I think that's why he stays in the lineup. Um, just because uh after him, you know, Curbello, you know, doesn't play as good defense. Uh maybe DeMonte could be in there, but I think I still think Miller is more is more stronger on the offensive end than DeMonte will be overall. I um, think if I were to compare it to something, and they're not the same players at all, but if you look at EJ Liddell, EJ Liddell was fine last year. He wasn't as good as everyone thought he was going to be. Uh-huh. Caleb Wesson leaves. Liddell becomes a much bigger player in the offense. Io leaves after this year. Miller will probably become a much bigger right. player next yeah. year. And that's the thing. He doesn't need to be, exactly. but he's still going one of nine from three. So just get those shots up. Get the reps <laughs> in. Yep. Yep. Um, and then uh, my boy BBV had a bucket. Uh, Georgie was pretty excited for him. I was pretty excited for him. So pretty uh, lucky uh, little runner whoa, uh, whoa, threw it off of whoa, one foot. But, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, overall great game. Um, another good stat 27 assists on 37 baskets. Uh, pretty good. Um, other than that, uh, defense, like we said, was really good. Um, I, I saw that Illinois holding the last 11 – held 11 of the last 12 opponents to less than 44% shooting. And since it lost to Ohio State, opponents are combined at 39.9% over the last seven games. 
The first stat was a bit of a cherry pick, 44%. I mean, well, you know, I mean, that's that's what you do. How about 40%? Then I'd be more impressed. Well, the last seven, they it has been 40%. Good. If you didn't, if you listened to the whole thing, you would have heard that. But well, I was listening to the first stat, which was a bit of a (laughs) bit of a weird one. Yeah. Um, and Illinois shot really well this game, uh, 56% from the field. At one time, they were uh, 13 to 17, and they had three offensive rebounds in the second half. So, um, uh, I did find it interesting. I saw this stat. Uh, Illinois has the best winning percentage in the league over the last two seasons at 0.714, and the most league wins at 25. So, they've been much better in Big Ten play than non conference the last two seasons. Yeah. Yep, yep. And uh, I know you're a big offensive efficiency guy. Uh, Illinois was ninth last year in big in the Big Ten in offensive efficiency. 310 nationally from three this year, top 10 nationally. I don't know what I don't know what the Haslametrics are, so that might be Ken Palm, but they're 12th in Haslametrics okay. this year. So so they're top 12 uh nationally. <laughs> and yep. uh they're top 15 from three, which I was kind of surprised to see. I knew they'd be better from three, but they've been yeah. so much better. I mean, like they last shot. Year, they yeah. were I mean, they shot fifty percent from three in this game. So, yeah, it helps when you know Grannison gets a couple good open ones. Frazier yeah. knocks one down early. Uh, did Io even make a three in this game? Uh, I don't think no. he did. I don't think he. I don't even think he took one. Miller had the one. Who else? Demonte had one. Grannison went two for two. Coleman Hawkins went 0 for 2 from the. How about Kerbella with that uh, pull up mid range from behind the free throw line? Yeah. Nice, nice. Very I nice. think that's Kerbello's like shot. Um, he does, he's not good when he's like wide open and set. Yeah. Like Northwestern, he wasn't even close on those two threes. <laughs> right. Right. He, he's got to have a little movement going on, it seems like. Um, yeah, I'd rather but, he not do that, though. I think that was kind of like everyone's making everything. So this is probably going to go in. Right. That's true. Um, only thing else I got, uh, Underwood, uh, you know, Illinois, ha- I think they end, they have five games left. Three this week and two. two next so week. basically it's right. it's Michigan they, State, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio State. So it's, yeah. it gets, it ramps up. And then uh, they get, they, uh, only one of those games is at home. Um, and somebody asked Underwood about Thursday. it. Thursday. And uh, he said, bring them on. It doesn't matter who we play, who's next. This team is going to fight. I don't care. Let's go. So It says this team is going to have to fight. That's not the, <laughs> as encouraging as this team is going to fight. <laughs> well, they're going to have to fight because they're going to be on the road, okay? Yeah, this right. team has a good mentality when they go on the road. You yeah. know? Uh, they've actually played their best games this season on the road. I mean, this game yeah. and the Duke game. Which Duke, by the way, they're back, folks. So don't be surprised when Duke gets into the field of sixty-eight. It's going to happen, and people are going to yeah. cry about it. But they're going to get in. I'm telling you, yep. they yep. keep they're winning. Still, they're starting and to play. They beat up Alan Griffin's team last night. If you want to line I tie in, yeah, they got manhandled. And uh, he kind of talked about the team's attitude shifting. Um, you know, the team seems a lot more happy, um, and you know that happens when you win, of course. But he said, uh, this is corny. It smiles. This group is smiling a lot. So you smile bad. when you win. It's good to see. It's a little much. I've always just like, you know, 
win the tournament. I mean, he could have just said, you know, we got a bunch of hard rocking dudes, but he can't, he went with smiles and stuff. Well, he should have said the hard rocking dudes line. I would have liked that a little bit more. <laughs> true, true. So, all right. Uh, trying to think. I got some interesting stats, I guess, with this. So tonight they play the Spartans, Michigan uh, State, uh, yes. six o'clock. I guess we'll be doing a watch party for that through the yeah. internet at 545. We'll be live. So a little over two hours from now. It'll be a little and, bit different. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't know. I, d- I don't think that people should overlook them. They're not good. They're not a normal Michigan State team, but they, yeah, they're, they're still Michigan State and you're still going there. So yeah, they're I, not completely out of it either. Yeah. They're 11 and nine. On the season five and nine in the uh, in the Big Ten, they've lost all their games in the conference. Um, they have talented players like these. Most of these guys are pretty high level recruits when they came out, so you got to take that into account. They're three and two in their last five. Uh, they beat per, uh, they beat Indiana on Saturday. They lost to Iowa and Purdue. They beat Nebraska and Penn State. Those are their last five games. So they, you know they've been very streaky. They they play teams well, or they get just smoked. Well, if this streak continues, that would mean two two wins, Nebraska-Penn State, two losses, Iowa-Purdue, two wins, Indiana, comma, Illinois, question mark. So watch out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a fun stat. They're number one in the country in assists per field goals made, 66.7. Really? So that means that they – Pass into shots, I guess. <laughs> 66% of their field goals are assisted. That's good. That's that's a very good number. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about it, but I just want to throw it out there. Uh, Aaron Henry is supposed to be their best player this year. He's supposed to take a big step forward. He hasn't been as good as most thought, but he had his best game of the season, I would say. 27 points, five rebounds, two assists. And Rocket Watts always seems to wake up when Illinois and uh, – Michigan State play. I know he hasn't been scoring a lot, but apparently he played well on Saturday. So you got to watch out for him as well. Yeah. yeah. Then he starting, and, didn't he lose his starting spot for a little bit? Their lineup last game was Langford, Henry, and then three guys that played less than 10 minutes. So I don't know if that's Izzo sending a message or what. <laughs> I must Because be. he had three stars. One of them played like three minutes. The other one played like eight. The other one played like nine. Gotcha. So I don't know what the deal with that is. Uh, if you look at the Haslam metrics, Illinois fifth overall, Michigan State 74th. Offensive efficiency, Illinois 12, Michigan State 100. Uh, defensive efficiency, Michigan State still plays defense, Illinois 7th, Michigan State 42nd. Strength of schedule, Illinois 10th, Michigan State 28th. Expected outcome 75.14 for Illinois, 66.74 for Michigan State. Expect about a nine-point win here. Sounds right. And the I metrics – Spread was seven and a half. I saw six and a half, but the uh, metrics are close because Ken Palm says 77-68 Illinois, so they also say about nine points. Uh, this is a stat that I wanted to use. So this is just – it says when Illinois has the ball, meaning Illinois' eighth in adjusted offense on Ken Palm, Michigan State's 50th in adjusted defense. Then when Michigan State has the ball, you have Illinois' ninth in adjusted defense, Michigan State 88th in offense. So they're – Rated better offensively on Ken Palm, worse defensively on Ken Palm compared to Haslametrics. Yeah. Um, I just want to throw this out there because I saw it on the thing when I was looking through Underwood's profile on there. 
Oklahoma State was number one in adjusted offense in the country in Underwood's one year there, 126. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, he's had pretty good offenses, but the problem with that team is that their defense was horrible. Right. So pretty much the opposite of what Underwood was, I guess. I mean, he always had pretty good offensive teams, but he was also at Stephen F. Austin, and he's a big defensive guy, you know, so I don't you know. have Kofi either. That is true. They're 119. They're at 119.0 this year, yeah. which is eighth in the country. So I have a feeling that 119 in Underwood's year at Oklahoma State probably would have been close to number one. Yeah. I'm going to check that just for fun. What was he, what year was he there? Was that 2016? Uh, yeah. No, I think it was 2017. 2018, yeah. 2019 would have been his first year here. So. Yeah, um, so I think 2017, 2018 was his first year. Okay. Yeah, they were number one in adjusted offense, 155 in adjusted defense. Uh, so, yeah, actually, Illinois at 119 would have actually been uh, 14th that year. It was pretty close at the top, but it's <laughs> up there this year. I mean, they they were ahead of everybody by a lot, though. Like, it was Oklahoma State at 126, and then number two was UCLA at 124, so – they're much better offensively than everybody else. So we'll see. I mean, anyone that thinks El, uh, anyone that thinks Underwood's going to leave Illinois for another job is an idiot. But you know, that's you know, if uh, Bruce Weber wants to, for a while. if Bruce Weber wants to retire from K State, and then delusional people think he's actually going to leave here for K State, I mean, go ahead. I don't <laughs> see it happening at all. Yeah. Like who would who would leave a program that he's built up to be this great program again? a bigger program in general to go to his alma mater who sucks. I mean, seriously, who would do that? <laughs> True. How would, if, if Underwood, his age, you know, if Underwood makes a big run in the tournament this year, if they get to like the elite eight of the final four and then he leaves for K state, how would that compare to bill self? Uh, I think it hurt more, but I don't well, know. yeah, because I mean, they already had, a big time team in place for Weber when he got here. Right. Exactly. So Weber was coaching Bill Self's team, but whatever. Um, so I don't know what their lineup's gonna be because they did have three starters that played less than 10 games. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know if they're gonna revert to what they had before. Uh we'll find out. They went six and oh in non-conference. They beat Eastern Michigan, Duke, Notre Dame, Detroit, Western Michigan, Oakland. I remember we watched some of that Detroit Michigan State game. And Michigan State was on the ropes there. I thought they might lose that game or go to overtime at least. But yeah, um, they killed that Oakland team, I think, or they beat them by like 20. And Michigan went to overtime with Oakland. So yeah. non-conference is, is just it, – it, it's a crapshoot. Nobody yeah, knows what's going to happen. It doesn't matter that much. So in the Big Ten, they've lost to Northwestern, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Purdue, Rutgers, Ohio State, Iowa, and then Iowa again, and then Purdue. There are five Big Ten wins, Nebraska, Rutgers, Nebraska, again, Penn State, Indiana. So not a so not great good, list of good wins. Ones. Yeah. Um, I yeah, mean, they even have, though Rutgers be Illinois, but. Um, yeah, I mean, none of those other teams are going to make the tournament. Indiana might, I guess, but. Yeah. Uh, Prediction-wise, what do you got? Uh, I got Illinois winning this thing. Uh Pretty, I'm going to say handily, uh, 81-68. This is an Iowa redemption game. If you remember last year, uh, this was the game where we all thought Iowa was done, out, see you later. Um, so I think he's going to have a big game, maybe another triple-double. Yeah, last year Illinois wouldn't have been uh, where they were and down in that game against Michigan State 
if Rocket Watts wasn't so great to start the game. That was the big factor there. Illinois got off to a horrendous start in that game. Uh, but I'll say 71-65. I don't think they're going to be able to score a ton of points in back-to-back games. So I kept them under 80 just to try to be safe with the score. Michigan State's pretty good defensively. I'm, I'm so. just hoping that they score 80, you know. I'm hoping they do. Because every time I predict they do, they don't. Um, and then when I predict they don't, they do. So I think that they're actually going to do it this time. Yeah, I doubt it. Uh, I hope, pretty good logic. <laughs> yeah, I hope that uh, – I hope that – they do to every other team they play what they do to Minnesota. So I agree. Let's just end the season like that. Yeah. Uh, we got another preview here. We got a game on Thursday. So we'll be doing the next episode of the podcast, probably Friday or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Cause they also play Saturday. So they got a lot of games here, three games in five days. So no joke. They got Wednesday and Friday off and they got games in between that. That's good. I'm glad they're getting games in, but Let's just hope it doesn't wear them down before the Big Ten yeah, tournament. You know, maybe the Big Ten can step in and be like, uh, you okay. don't need to... we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna do all oh, that. Okay, we're not gonna try to go after the Big Twelve. I mean, it's a respectable league. Oh, okay. If it was the ACC or the uh, SEC, which both suck this year, we could go after them. But um, uh, except yeah. for their number one teams not playing anybody ranked, but sure. Who? Anyways, go ahead. Uh, Who are you talking about? Baylor. They play Kansas. That's almost a ranked team. Kansas is ranked. They might cancel that by Saturday. No, they'll play that game, I think. <laughs> uh, Illinois and Nebraska will play again Thursday at 6 o'clock on Big Ten Networks. So I'm sure it'll be a Robbie Hummel game. Uh, probably better than uh, Sean Morris, who is saying that Curbelo is the next GOAT, next Michael Jordan, <laughs> basically is what he was saying. Uh, but, you know, I don't know how that how this game is going to go. I mean, the first game was an overtime game. We didn't expect it to be that way. Right. Uh, 77-72, Illinois won that game. Iowa had 31 points. Kofi had 21-13. and 13. Nebraska's length gave them fits. You'd think that they'd be ready to go this yeah. time against that type of team. Yep. You, you, hopefully, I mean, after seeing them for that long, you'd think that you'd have a better plan, but we'll see. Yeah, you would. Um, so, Haslametrically speaking in this game, not really close at all. Overall, Illinois fifth, Nebraska 121. Uh, offensive efficiency, Illinois 12, Nebraska 226. Defensively, Illinois seventh, Nebraska 56th. Strength of schedule, Illinois 10th, Nebraska 4th. Uh, expected outcome, Illinois 80.65 to 60.76, so 20 points. Uh, and then Ken Palm says, 81-62 Illinois, so 19-point win. Uh, Illinois is eighth in adjusted offense on Ken Palm, ninth in adjusted defense. Nebraska 44th in adjusted defense and 223rd in adjusted offense. So another team that's much better defensively than they are offensively. They have all transfers in their lineup, so it's a really hard to figure out the chemistry with that team. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I, I hope that Illinois – knocks the socks off of them but you know it's just scary after you get taken into overtime by a team that you had to come back basically to get into overtime i would honestly if i were illinois i wouldn't even want to play this game yeah trap game i mean what's the point it's gonna it would be exactly. a terrible loss if they lost see uh-huh but like cancel you know, it too many games if they could do that for illinois with that excuse i would do it yeah 
But like if Baylor was going to do that because of that, they would have canceled tonight and then come back against West Virginia. Yep. But they probably need a tune-up game. That's why they're going to beat Iowa State by 70 tonight. All right. Uh, So Nebraska beat Penn State after their loss to Illinois, but they've dropped three straight since then. They lost by 14 to Maryland, then by 8 to Maryland, and by 17 to Purdue. All I have to say is just win. Absolutely just win. That's all that Uh, matters. Prediction-wise, what do you got? I got another 13-point victory by Illinois. (laughs) Apparently, that's what I'm going with. Uh, I think they're just going to win by 13 every time. Every time that I make a prediction, my dog starts barking. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I have Illinois winning 70 to 58. Nebraska's offensively challenged, and it was 77 72 in overtime. So I'm not expecting a ton of points. Uh, 70 58 is where I would go with it. 12 point win. Not expecting them to win by 20, like the metrics may suggest. But uh, yeah, I think they're good enough to hold Nebraska under 60 points. So I'll say that they do that. And then I just want to say Illinois is a projected two seed by like everyone, and they're like top of the line, too. Could mm-hmm. be a one. So it's going to take a loss in Nebraska to drop them to three. So they're yeah. in good shape as long as they – I mean, I don't really care what region they're in. I mean, anyone can do anything at this point. But I'd prefer to be with, like, you know, Gonzaga over being with Baylor if I had to pick one of the two. Yeah, I, that's what – I think Baylor was the one that I saw that they would be in with by Fox, but I don't know. Which would suck, but you got to – matter, you don't play them till the lead eight anyways. If you get there, yeah. Um, so. Around the Big Ten real quick before we get, we get out. This has been yeah. a fast episode for a review and two previews. <laughs> it has been. Just wait till we do uh, two reviews in one episode. Yeah, um, take I don't know if that means my dog likes my picks or doesn't like my picks. I guess we'll find out. Um, I'm going to say doesn't like, so I don't know in big trouble tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just – a few games. You know, Michigan uh, still the team to beat. Uh, they came back from their – you know, four-month hiatus and beat Wisconsin, Rutgers, and Ohio State. Uh, pretty impressive coming off three weeks or whatever it was. Uh, Maryland is starting to starting to do things. Uh, luckily, they got to play Nebraska twice. Not saying that much because, you know, Illinois goes into overtime with them. But uh, they're getting closer to a tournament bid, and then Minnesota is sliding. Um, you know, after getting beat by Illinois, um, they're, they're six and – nine six and ten in the big ten um and then indiana and rutgers are struggling a little bit too so uh i don't know we'll see how many teams uh the big ten can actually get into the tournament uh, i think a lot of people think nine um so i think it's going to be a battle for that ninth spot though it's all going to come down to i think if they get nine it's going to be Maryland, Indiana, Minnesota, one of those three misses and the other one gets in because then you have Michigan, Ohio State, Illinois, Iowa, Purdue. So that's five. Wisconsin, that's six. Then you, uh, then who else am I missing? I'm thinking of someone. Uh, the other team. Give me a sec here. Okay, I'm at six. I'm trying to think of teams that I forgot. Who did I forget? I, I just forgot here. somebody. Okay. <laughs> Michigan, Ohio State, Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue. So that's six. Those are locks. Six locks. And other teams. You think Rutgers is a lock. Rutgers is very close to being that way. I mean, they have been struggling, but I still think they should be good. That's seven. And then you have two of Indiana, Maryland, um, uh, Minnesota. Two of those three gets in. That's nine. Mm -hmm. So. 
Yeah, it should be nine. I mean, it, worst case, I'd say it's eight. Best case is nine. Right. It's not going to be the 11 that uh, Richard Patino thought it would be trying to well, you know, get his team. When, you're, when you think that you're going to finish 11th in the Big Ten, you know, that's where you're going to be fighting for. But Yeah, and then you lose a couple guys and bring it up in every answer or press conference after yeah. a loss. I mean, I just feel, you know, Maryland's 8-9. Rutgers eight nine, Indiana seven and eight, Minnesota six and ten. One of those teams just doesn't go with the other right now. So one of those teams is on a hasn't won in, in, on the road, right? Right. In a year where there's no fans, <laughs> right? It's embarrassing. Exactly. Exactly. Is it a hoop thing? Uh, I don't know. It could be a net thing. I think longer nets are much better for shooters. <laughs> Yeah, can't say I've ever heard that one, but well, it's true. You're a shooter, so you would know. That's how I look at it. Whenever if it's a really short net, I can't shoot on that thing. (laughs) Got to be a longer net. Yeah, so I guess that's it. I mean, 40 minutes, pretty. Yeah, but you're gonna see more of us tonight. So yeah, that'll be exciting. I'm sure we've really cut down our uh, game game talk. So you know, trying to keep it efficient for you guys. Yes, we should definitely do that. Uh-huh. Uh, so the game starts at six, and there's like nothing else on at six in terms of games that other people are going to watch. So they should probably stop by here. I mean, unless you want to watch uh, West Virginia TCU, I mean, that's going to be a bloodbath. Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, no. Right, High this- Point, Campbell, no. LSU, Georgia, no. Florida, Auburn, no thanks. Uh, St. Louis VCU starts at five. That'll be a game to watch, but you know. Hey, I just want to throw a shout out to Tiger Woods. I know it has nothing to do with this, but uh, hope he gets better soon. Um, sad news in the golf world. Yeah. And I just wanted to throw this out there before we go. Mm-hmm. And this is Illini related. Okay. That wasn't a shot at your last thing. I was just saying that it is a line. Uh, I I don't know if people were listening at the beginning, but I just wanted to throw this out there. Like, you know, if you're an Illini fan and you're complaining about publicity, stop. Any publicity is good publicity, especially when you sucked five years ago. And now the national people are starting to recognize you. So you should just go with it. Who cares? Enjoy it. Oh, Ross, getting money from this. You think other fan bases give a shit about that? (laughs) Seriously. I mean, you know how many fan bases are represented? Like St. Bonaventure? They don't care. They're just glad to get some exposure. And I know that Illinois is on a different level than St. Bonaventure, but they should also feel the same way. Like Rutgers has gotten it with Steve Peichel. That's boom. I'm sure they're fine with that. They enjoy that. They're not like, we got to make sure that we're buying shirts from Illini fans. Or, and hear me out on this one, you can buy a shirt from whoever the hell you want to. That's right. You can buy it from House of Pain if you want. Or not. I mean, that's. TBT. I'm not a fan of these people that, you know, pretend to be big Illini supporters and then they're not, which is exactly what TBT is. What a joke. Oh, All boy. these people that went to Illinois acting like they're they're the hot stuff. Yeah, you'd be playing in the NBA if you were any good. Wow. Okay. Well, we're just hating on everybody today. That was just um, a bit of, that was a joke. I mean, come on, calm down, people. Andres Feliz is the exception. He's a stud. He should be in the NBA, but he's too short, I guess. Say that to Muggsy Bugs. Okay. Andres Feliz is a great Illini player. 
I don't think people understand how good he was. And they miss him this year more than anybody. Certainly more than Alan Griffin. And another one there. I mean, the dogs just uh, won't stop at this point, folks. It's uh... <laughs> I don't know what is going on. I'm just it's because of the sun shining, you know. It's, I'm trying to think of anyone else. People that I are could, outside. I'm trying to think of anyone else I could take a quick shot out here before we go. Mm. Uh, how about a shout out to Tevion Jones? He's having a good year for Southern he Utah. Is. Yeah, and. I give him a shout out, but not Alan Griffin because Griffin left because you know he's a baby. Exactly. He got, he got to play a lot last year. Yeah. Tevion didn't. Tevion exactly. had a reason to leave. I agree. Griffin wanted to go play for Syracuse, who sucks by the way, and not be in the tournament. <laughs> Can you imagine leaving and not getting to the tournament and leaving a top five? Team? Oh my god, what a stupid move! Hope the playing time was worth it because you're never going to play in the NBA, dude. Jeez. Sad. Sad. And we, you know, we were somewhat Griffin supporters. I mean, he did do some stupid things like getting ejected against Purdue, but yeah. What um, can you do? And I guess uh, we should mention that uh, your boy Enoch is doing a Zoom meeting on Friday with the Illini coaching staff. And uh, word is that Illinois may have a good shot. Whatever. Yes. Seen a lot of. <laughs> a lot of people on uh, that Illinois is hot on yeah. this one. Yeah, a lot Maybe of Illinois pick people up. saying that. So I don't, you know. Yeah, I happens. wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, he'll probably end up going to like UCLA. Yeah, or Creighton. Mm-hmm. One of those two. I mean, I guess I schools. don't. I don't care if Illinois gets him if he doesn't reclass. So <laughs> I'm thinking that. Chet Holmgren should come to Illinois, the number one guy for 2022. Uh, I know that he's down to Michigan, Minnesota, Gonzaga, and somebody else. But, I mean, I would go with him if he reverses course on them and goes to Illinois for no reason. I mean, why not? Yeah, He's only seven feet tall, 190 pounds. He can play in the Big Ten. He's going to go to Gonzaga probably, but... And then I guess my final shot of the night um, will be towards. Huh, who should I take this one at? Io DeSumo getting the final shot. Just kidding. Um, yeah, guess that's all we got. You got anything else you want to bring up? I got nothing, man. I I think that we've have we done an efficient job. Um, yeah, efficient enough. Um, uh, the guys are already at shoot around five hours ago. That's good to see. Um, looks like they're all dribbling two balls at once because that's very important in basketball. So, yeah, Dante's got two two balls in his hands. <laughs> Granison's shooting the three. Kofi's throwing it down, and I was double balling it too. So. Are you trying to get me to laugh or something? <laughs> nope. Just, <laughs> just uh, if you guys want to laugh, go uh, watch the YouTube video from March Madness Countdown. Uh, what was it? The 40, 43 and 11 second mark? 41.55 or something. Okay. Go check that out. <laughs> it's a good, it was a good, uh, it was a good moment. Um, how about. Mark Smith, just give him a quick pump before uh, before we go. I mean, he he sucks. 
<laughs> How about did you remember when they? I don't know if that was it the Arkansas game where he got a wide open three <laughs> in the corner and airballed air it by like it. five feet to the left. How yeah. do you do that? Oh my god! Poor guy. What do they see in him? He sucks. What's he uh, shooting from three? I'd love to find that out. I don't know. I, I gotta find a video of that three so we can watch it. <laughs> you guys, you guys, got any questions? Any questions out there? In He's Illini a senior. Land? He's shooting thirty-two percent from three. Not bad. He shot twenty-eight percent, or he shot twenty-three percent at Illinois. Twenty-three. Yeah. It's your boy shooting. It's the wolf shooting. Um, better than 23. 34.2. Yeah, better than 23. <laughs> yeah. What a bum that guy was, Mark Smith. It's a good thing he left, right? I forgot that he played or started 19 games that year. Yeah. He's, we loved him when he came. Why do people keep calling me? I gotta find this video, man. This was such a good air ball. Oh man, the army's calling my daughter. Let's sign her up. I gotta find this on Twitter, folks. I don't care if this is unprofessional. I don't care if people are like, would you say something? <laughs> yeah, shut up. I don't think I'm ever going to find it, but what a moment. What a moment. I see a tweet from December 3rd, 2017. Illinois playing against uh, Illinois playing against Maryland. It says the first half ends with a Mark Smith air ball from three, 45-26 Terps. (laughs) That pretty much sums up that season of Illini basketball. Losing by uh, 20 at the half and Mark Smith with an air ball to end it. Sounds about right. Mark Smith heat check air ball. February 8th, 2018. That was uh, pretty uh, sweet, probably. Half ends with Mark Smith air ball from three, December 3rd, 2017. <sighs> what a loser. All right, we'll be back into this week with another episode. But tonight, 545 Watch Party, Illinois, Michigan State from East Lansing. And we'll be at the game, obviously. So uh, we'll see you there. Yeah, we'll be by your cardboard cutouts. Go Illini. Yeah.